Welcome to the SDG Talks podcast, where we discuss all things around the sustainable development goals and the roadmap to 2030. We are your co-hosts, James and Kevin, here to take you along the SDG ride. We hope you enjoy today's SDG Talks podcast. The thing about clean water and sanitation, especially during our time in Unleash, was looking at how it intersects with so many other parts of the SDG. So like taking education, for instance, a lot of people in Africa or in India who don't have access to clean water sometimes have to walk for hours long to get access to water, right? And because they have to walk such long distances, then a lot of people, usually females, aren't able to get the education that they want or that they need. Grace Kwok is currently in her final year of undergraduate studies as a life science major at Yale and U.S. College. Grace has had a special focus of research in public health projects such as adolescent suicide in South Korea and vaccination confidence in Singapore. After graduating in May 2020, Grace will be starting medical school at Duke NUS Medical School. So why do you think the issue of clean water and sanitation, particularly sanitation, is such an important word within the context of the greater nature of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals? Well, coming from like a background in public health, I believe that there are certain things in life that are absolutely necessary for everyone to enjoy good health. And I believe that clean water and sanitation is one of them, just because water is something that is so fundamental to life, right? Like 70% of the earth is made out of water and even our bodies as well. And so many people struggle to have clean water. And I guess like sanitation in a way is very closely related to clean water because you need things to be sanitary in order for anything to be clean, right? So clean water is such an essential part of people to live. And even in the medical context as well, in hospitals, if you don't have clean water, how are you going to wash the wounds and how are you going to make sure that something is clean enough and sanitized enough to work on it? So I guess in that sense, that clean water and sanitation is one of the most fundamental things to life and good health. Yeah, and I hear sometimes people, when they think of clean water, they just think of for drinking, but often people don't really realize that clean water sanitation is health. Clean water sanitation is education. Mm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to have a functioning hospital without access to clean water and clean instruments and a functioning mm-hmm. safe san- sanitation system to enable the hospital to function properly. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you actually just mentioned education, because I guess a lot of people just think about it in terms of health. But the thing about clean water and sanitation, especially during our time in Unleash, was looking at how it intersects with so many other parts of the SDG. So like taking education, for instance, a lot of people in Africa or in India who don't have access to clean water sometimes have to walk for hours long to get access to water, right? And because they have to walk such long distances, then a lot of people, usually females, aren't able to get the education that they want or that they need. So yeah, it's really great to think about how clean water affects other aspects of life other than just health as well. Yeah, it's just tied in so many ways. 
And, and one thing I, I learned a lot from you and some of the other talents that unleash at in Shenzhen just in November was really looking at the dynamic of sanitation. I too often really focus just on clean water and thinking about safe water projects and whatnot, but it seemed like there was just there's so much discussion around using toilets and are toilets available and why sanitation is important. But one thing that really struck me was the the cultural dynamics and cultural stigmas to sanitation and toilets. Tell me a little bit about why it's maybe hard for some cultures to overcome this cultural barrier around sanitation and what can be done to overcome some of these cultural dynamics around sanitation. Mm. So I guess since our my group specifically focused on India, I'll just take that as like an example that we can talk about. So in terms of the culture in India, our group identified that one of the biggest problems or hindrances that we were facing is the fact that people are just not used to using the, I guess, the more sanitary type of toilets rather than the squat toilets or not having those facilities at all. People would just dig up the ground and use that as toilets. So then in that sense, a lot of people, sometimes like the cultural issue happens so that not using toilets becomes such a norm that people don't see a need for it. And you, you know, like people just stick with the status quo and possibly people can call it even something tradition, right? And that's the way life has always been. So why do we need to change it? It's like I'm alive, my ancestors have been alive, you know, and there's nothing really bad with life or so they think, right? Because they sometimes the consequences of not having access to clean water and sanitation aren't readily like right in front of your eyes or it might affect the people around you, but not you per se. So then in those kind of ways, culture can be such a big hindrance in terms of you know, people learning about clean water, sanitation, toilets, or like wash in general. Yeah, and it's, mm-hmm. it seems like maybe it's, it's one of those things where they just, as you said, it's something that they've always dealt with and they've always mm-hmm. just acknowledged it's just been the norm forever for however long they've been alive as well as their parents were alive. Um, but mm-hmm. do you think it's, it's maybe... Uh, an education play where maybe it's sort of educating them on maybe, hey, this is maybe one of the reasons why you are having stomach issues or this is maybe one of the reasons why some opportunities aren't fully available because of a certain sanitation process. And then on the flip side, Mm -hmm. is is that also maybe insulting to go in somewhere and tell them how they should or should not be practicing sanitation practices? Uh-huh. How do you balance that? You're completely right. Yeah, yeah, because it's like when people don't know, right, a lot of cultures have this tendency to try to explain things that they don't quite understand in more of like a supernatural way. So then, you know, like the reason why you got sick might biologically just be because you drank bad water, right? But they might try to explain it as like, oh, maybe you sinned against the gods or like you made the gods angry and stuff like that. So they try to explain it in ways that they can understand with their own beliefs and culture and religion whatsoever. And like you said, I think a lot of cultures would have sort of like a pushback against that if people try to go in and say, oh, hey, like, that's not it. This is actually reality. This is what science says. And they would probably not want to believe it because then you're kind of like saying that they're, what they believe in is false. Yeah. So there would definitely be backlash. 
Yeah, and I know just throughout time, whether it's levels of colonialization or just one culture coming in and telling the other culture what to do, it's sometimes mm. easier as an outsider to say, oh my gosh, how could they possibly be doing that? But frankly, if you're not living within the culture, or if you don't have the cultural context, it's hard to fully understand why someone may or may not be doing something. And mm-hmm. the sanitation, it, it does seem like it's just, maybe it's taboo to some, or, or just maybe not as important to others. And and so I, kind of my question ties into, ties into your Unleash solution. I'd love to hear sort of maybe a creative ways to approach how to incentivize or encourage people to use sanitation, even though maybe they thought it wasn't something that was important to them. Mm-hmm. So our team focused specifically on the problem of open defecation. And we focused more specifically on India as our target country. So we saw that the Indian government actually built 110 million toilets since 2014. Like that's not a small number of toilets. And yet 30 to 40% of the population still continues to defecate in the open. So I guess we initially started out thinking that, you know, it might be because the facilities aren't that great or they're not as clean. So people don't really want to use them. So then should we focus on making the toilets cleaner, right? So that it's more usable in a, in a way. Then we kind of thought about like, oh, actually, but if the toilets are completely clean, will people use them? And literally everyone in our group said, uh, not really, I'm not sure. So then we identified this like other underlying problem that we didn't think about before, which was incentivizing people to actually use the toilets that are there. Because on the government side, when we talked to them, they did mention that one of the reasons why they don't sometimes keep the toilets as clean is because people don't use it. Right? So then it's a whole demand and supply kind of thing. So what our team proposed as a solution is something called Poop It. So Poop It is a digital credit-based system where users gain points for using the toilets. So these points can be gained by having like a physical card or even a digital card if you want. So these cards can be linked to a digital wallet which has like 87% pervasiveness throughout India. So a lot of people have them. So you just tap in and then you tap out after using the toilet. And through that you just earn points. And with the points that you earn, you can go to retail stores to buy preferred goods that you want, right? So then it's a way to incentivize people to poo, you know, like that's in a simple way, you're paying people to poo. I love it. And I remember there was a lot of people when you guys talked about it, they were like, these people are absolutely nuts. How could they possibly produce saying this idea? Um, (laughs) But I, I think that we need to continue to evaluate all different solutions, especially ones that are completely different than what we're used to. And, and mm. I kind of, I think it's the whole poop of the idea is crazy enough to work because you know, <laughs> if people have never been using toilets or had any reason to use it before, they're probably never going to use it unless their leader of the community says so, or mm-hmm. if they're driven by money and mm. humans in a lot of ways are driven by money. And, yeah. and in some regards, if you build it, the whole phrase, if you build it, they will come. That That's not the case with toilets. So mm-hmm. now if you build it, we will pay you to come use our toilets with poop it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So so where is that? Is that something that do you think that the concept has legs or do you, do you see it 
possibly looking at a pilot program or what's your thoughts on where Poopit is at now and where it might go? Hmm. I definitely do think that this is a possible thing, like a possible solution to making this pro- this situation with open defecation better. Like you said, it's absolutely crazy, but it's crazy enough that I feel like it will work. Right. Right now, I mean, initially in Unleashed, we did talk to several FMCGs like Unilever, and like they did say that they were very interested in possibly partnering with us. So we do think that there is a chance of us, I guess, like launching a prototype and seeing whether this works. Yeah, but currently in India, like we're at a stall right now because currently India declared formally that they are open defecation free. But we all know that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. So our one of our team members is working with the government and we're trying to see whether this like how this will change in the next few months. Because obviously people around the world know that this is not a true statement, but the government doesn't want to take on even the ones that they said they will enact, like projects that are going to tackle open defecation. So we're kind of at a stall right now to see whether the Indian government will maybe take back on what they said and want to partner with us more. And if it doesn't work out in the next few months, then maybe we might consider looking at another country as well, because this is not an issue that only India is facing. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of governments around the world, and particularly within America, we we say one thing in the top level from a government just to make mm. it seem like everything is fine. But people on the ground and the, the outside media members know that the what the top government is saying is not actually true. Um, you know, Pizigs don't want the bad PR backlash. And, and even looking at, at our Unleashed solution and, and even some others, I think many of us, we have a lot of grandiose ideas and hopes, but mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to get something done. Having said that, yeah. you, it's what you really just got to start somewhere and you really just need to do a pilot program. So I, I'm hopeful. I'm glad to hear that you guys are still moving it forward. And I think that it has a lot of merit. And maybe India isn't the best place to start it. Maybe there's too much bureaucracy to do it. And maybe sort of try and find somewhere else around the world where a pilot program might be effective. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so what uh, any other kind of general thoughts or comments to, to fellow unleashers or aspiring unleashers or, or anyone that's just involved with SDGs? Any kind of thoughts from you as it pertains to SDG 6 on suggestions or or recommendations that that you can think of or you got for the audience? Mm, I would say for past, current, and future unleashers or anyone who has a passion for making this world a better place through the SDGs or whatsoever, really, I feel like before I went to Unleash, like little did I know what kind of things were possible within that one week, right? So many amazing solutions were made within like the different teams and I was absolutely blown away that my team's idea was something that people actually thought it was really good and then we got the gold award for it which I am just like absolutely blown away by and so I guess like I wish that people would think more of themselves definitely not telling people to be prideful but to have hope to believe in yourself and to believe in other people that sometimes this world seems like a despairing place but like 
you know, things can change. And things change when people act. And, you know, some, we shouldn't just talk about things. We should actually do things, right? Talking is necessary. You need to think about things. But at the end of the day, with the ideas that we have made and for future unleashers, like, you all have amazing ideas in you. You just got to get it out and really work with people, right? And once you have the right people and the right like assets and everything in place, you will be able to enact your program or your intervention whatsoever. And it will really make this world a better place. Yeah. Grace, so well said. And I, I do agree with that. The no idea is too small or too crazy. And, and yeah. one of my favorite quotes uh, from Dalai Lama is, if you think you're too small to make an impact, try sleeping with a mosquito. If, <laughs> If mosquitoes can change the world in certain ways for better or for worse, uh, so can you as a human uh, with your crazy mm. idea. And um, yeah, Grace, you, you encapsulated everything around the SDGs and Unleash very well and really excited for, for everything that's ahead with you around uh, SDGs. And, and you're off to uh, medical school next year, right? Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you. Well, thank you so much for your time today, and I uh, really look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, thank you so much, Kevin. I love your passion and ambition for this. Really. Thank you very much. It means a lot to me. I'm sure after listening to this podcast, it's no shocker that Grace is a really good speaker, and no surprise that her group won the SDG6 award. As I'd said in the podcast, many people were like, these people are absolutely nuts. Poop it. A card where you can actually pay people to poop? It's like, you guys are insane. Well, I think if you think about all the problems and issues we have in the world, they exist for certain reasons. And it's the idea of, oh, it's what we've always been done, doing, and this is the way things are. And it's like, well, how do we change that? Sometimes, I'm not saying be extremely radical and do crazy things, but we need to completely rethink the way that we approach certain problems. And sometimes humans are driven by incentives. And if we can find different ways to create incentives for people to do or not do something, then that might be a great uh, means of actually solving a problem. And sometimes that can be done, as we talked a lot at Unleash, through awareness campaigns. So how can we build the proper bottom-up or top-down education campaign to actually get people to do something different and ultimately work with different stakeholders, whether it's retailers, whether it's banks, whether it's governments, whether it's nonprofits, whatever it may be, to create incentives. Additionally to that podcast, that was really interesting, just looking at maybe some of the dynamics in India of where there's a top-down focus of that open defecation is solved. I'm not in India, but I think I'd, most of us could agree that the problem is still going on and it is pervasive. So how can we address a problem when the government has maybe said that this isn't a problem? Definitely in, in some of the red tape issues that we face in every country. Every country has its own government dynamics and something that we need to consider. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed creating it. And if you got any other suggestions, continue to let us know. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast. Make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show. Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash in United Nations community. The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content. So if you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.